Sylvia, and I go by the pronouns hot girl. Stop playing. All right. Welcome. 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 Who are you? Why are you here? Why are you on the other side? I because I am filling in for the 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 notorious Sylvia. I'm 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 the I'm the co-host today. I had to have somebody on the other end, and you were the only one available, so oh man, I thought I I thought I was like exclusively sought out for my expertise. Obviously. Of course, of course, your expertise at being Alex Jones. Up. Well, welcome, welcome to the welcome. show. Welcome to the show. Um, oh, I'm Tori. She, hers, pronouns. Um, Alex, you didn't say your pronouns. I never do. Well, you're gonna do it. Do it. Now, see this. Now this. We about to start this off. We about to start this off in a whole different kind of way. Now, I, I, I was just listening to a conversation about this, but we are not gonna go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> don't go around the rabbit. Don't 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 go down the hole. Stay away from the what, hole. What if I say, okay? Remember the last conversation we had on the podcast? So I, I said, okay. Here's my pronoun, uh, King. King. All right, King Alex. But that's not. But that's not a pronoun. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I, um, I, I, that like my the, the, my issue is that just know what grammar is and what a pronoun is and so that's a noun. I'm, if you would like to be called King Jones, I will call you prof- King Jones. It's a professional noun. Like my grandma would say, professional noun. It's a professional noun. That's how we go roll with that. Oh, brother. So what's up? How you been? What's going um, on? Um, you know, just uh, just surviving, just surviving the. Uh, pandemic the world as it is um trying to uh not go down too many rabbit holes of different documentaries today Ooh. i was on the i was on the documentary show uh binge today i texted which you about one? one of them which one? Oh, oh i started the, oh, spycraft the, uh, i started spycraft don't do not spoil it because um <laughs> i only i only got through two episodes so, yeah, two okay, episodes. Good. I'm, yeah. On the, I'm like almost finished the first episode. Oh, okay. Like, this, this okay. No spoilers. I, I can't. No spoilers. I can't wait to, to finish this. Um, and then I binge the Vice News uh, QAnon um series. Have you watched that one yet? No. Is it? Ooh. How many? Is, uh, is it on YouTube? It's uh, well, it's on uh Hulu. Um, but oh, I got, I got you Hulu. can probably find it on YouTube because it's Vice, you know. Um, yeah, I got Hulu. Yeah, okay. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm curious about that. It's a speaking four that, four part series, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, I don't, we got to talk. <laughs> we could go into the show at some point. And talk about uh, what's the girl name? Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, oh yeah. good lord. I don't know. I don't know much about her. I ain't gonna oh, lie. But she is uh, nuttier than a fruitcake. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. Like at first, I was like. I would say, okay, you know, I don't know who this woman is. I keep hearing people talking about her. It can't be that bad, right? Like, I was it's like, pretty bad, it dude. Bad. When I heard her talk, I'm like, what the it's hell? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. 
I was like, lady, like, and I'm a conspiracy theorist, you know. I know. But I was like, <laughs> late, lady, no, 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 no. You know, I mean, well, you know, it sounds crazy when somebody says 9-11 never happened. Now, that's that's too far for me. You know what I mean? Like, I might say that, okay, there was some other things happening with right, 9-11. Right, but to say it never that, happened. To say yeah. it never happened, that's crazy Yeah. Me. It's like the same people that say that say Sandy Hook never happened, you know? Right. That, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, you know, well, it, it, th- this series, it's very interesting because it talks about, um, you know, it talks about when kind of Q started and then goes through like the um, these four different theories. Like they don't know. Nobody knows who Q or what Q is. That's the thing is <laughs> nobody knows. And so they go through their like four theories of you know what they think based on their research. So it's pretty interesting. Um, my takeaway from it was this: is and I, and I agree with the theory around. It's probably meant to raise money for some very uh, um, influential people. Mm-hmm, Mike Flynn mm-hmm. being one of them. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, all over in it. I mean, he talked about assumption. the digital uh, digital army. Mm-hmm. He's you know had these tech companies that he's either um, uh, been like close to or companies that he's created. So, see, the, man, Sylvia, I'm sorry you're not here. Because <laughs> now it's psyops. Si- it's psyops. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Is that it's psyops? It's it that that third approximately thirty million million people that are in some way involved with QAnon. There's you know like everything a top level of it, and the rest is just the collateral, right? Like to get the movement going. So right, right. you've right. seen people radicalized by these different lies, whether it's you know drinking baby's blood or. Um, pedophilia or eating babies or whatever you know through through this process to really create this like shift because even flynn said in his speech before the the sixth it it might not be the democrat party it might not be the republican party it'll be a new party a party of the people Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's why they're like flynn feel it feels like as if he's some way involved into where it has evolved right because he's he yeah it's pretty interesting it's a good it's a good show you should watch it i would i want you to watch it because i want to see what you think about it because it's it's really interesting i don't know where we at in the world today this is too much going on you know what i mean i mean lately i honestly i've been kind of i haven't been digging into the to the news too much you know what i mean like i just haven't watched it as much as i do because i'll sit on tv and i'll go back and forth Cause I, I use it for entertainment cause I like to see them mislead people. Yeah. So I'm always pointing out these little things, but I just been like, man, yeah. I don't feel like doing all that. Yeah. You know no, I mean? I mean, I feel you. Me too. It was, this was the first time I watched something other than bad reality TV for like, you know, Ooh, bad re- oh. what's your favorite reality show? Oh, I, li- I love the Bravo franchise of reality shows. So the oh, housewives, like- the yeah, below yeah, yeah. deck, the, um, yeah, all, all of their, they, I mean, it's a, their franchise is very similar in how, you know, the structure of it. So yeah. it doesn't matter which one you watch, pretty much the same storylines are going to happen in some way or shape or form. <laughs> of course. But of it's course. trash and I fucking don't have to think about it when I watch exactly, about it. Exactly, you know? exactly. It's, I'm a big, it's my escape. And I'm, it, me yeah. too. I'm a big um, Love and Hip Hop fan. Yeah, like, I used to, I've watched that one. Yeah. 
I watched that one. That's like my, I don't know why, that's like my <laughs> show, you know. I've been watching that since, whew. I remember when, when me and my wife met and she moved in with me. And she's like, dude, why are you watching this stuff? Like, what's up with that? Like, she she didn't understand it. She still don't understand it. Yeah. What so, was the other I, one? Because um, that's on VH1, right? Yeah. Um, um, The one with the mob wives. Was it called Mob Wives? Yeah. It was called Mob, mob Wives. wives yeah. That was on VH1. To, yeah. Yeah. There's all kind of desperate housewives yeah. of Atlanta, of yeah. Maine, yeah. Delaware, all kinds <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, the places. newest franchise is uh Utah, Salt Lake. Oh and the housewives. I ain't gonna, that's <laughs> probably that's that's probably a Karen uh terrorist <laughs> training camp right now. It is just hot they, hot hot train wrecks, man. They just a lot of train with, wrecks. <laughs> they all walking around with yoga pants and Uggs on. Right? <laughs> with with AR fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> And a, and a latte, uh, pump, uh, what is it? Pumpkin spice, spice, pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. lattes. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I like the Please. I like the blow deck franchise though because it's the it's the deck crew that the is the stories are about, and mm. then you you see all these rich like ultra rich wealthy people that rent these yachts, you know, and like give twenty thousand dollar tips, you know, and like that level but then you get to see the bullshit stuff they do and then the how the deck makes fun of that <laughs> so i actually mm, kind of like it because mm -hmm, like you know mm -hmm. it's like showing like it's showing the 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 class the upper class life but like turned around right like they don't usually come off too positive you know like it just shows yeah it just shows the behavior so they i kind of like i kind of like that one. but of course TV. but of course within the crew there's you know drama and so-and-so sleeps with so-and-so and, -so and well know. you gotta have drama is yeah. reality tv yeah even though everybody in the world don't even though most people really don't live their life like that <laughs> right. you know, they, they make you think that they do though right yeah yeah it's pretty funny so yeah so i haven't been watching news either um, that much. So today was like my dip my toe back into some documentary style shows, and those were the two that I tapped into today: Spycraft and the the That's QAnon thing. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be watching it. I mean, I, my days are spent this weekend, you know, so I'm probably gonna have to catch up with that stuff next next week, next week or next weekend. Yeah. Um, when I grab some time, but. I'm definitely looking forward to this. What is it? Spycraft? Spycraft, yeah. On the yeah. Netflix. Did you ever watch 60 Days In? Did I watch 60 Days In? The, yeah, no. go go watch that. You would, I think you would love yeah. that. Yeah? What's it about? You know what that's a, okay, so real quick. This is what 60 Days In is about. You get these people, regular civilians. Oh, oh, the jail one. Yes, 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 yes. Have yes, yes. yes. you watched it in Yes, it? I've watched, um, I've watched a few seasons. But again, like every, every reality type thing has a has a pattern that it repeats right, right, and right. so after a few seasons i'm like i don't want to watch the pattern over you know again yeah, but i did like it i did like it yeah. like that that's was cool. a that was a um yeah it was interesting i think it was as close as one could get to seeing you know kind of the real deal yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think that. Was I mean, pretty... at the end of the day, I don't think they would have let him get killed, but I don't know. You know, they kept saying like, "Wait, don't give it away." I don't know which season you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anybody got killed, but I'm just oh, saying in oh, general, oh, oh. like, okay, do you think a... do you think that? I mean, I don't think that they would really let people get killed. Do you think they would have? I, I, think about it. I mean, it happens so. You know, you can get sliced real quick. That's true. 
And you yeah. can, they watching you on the camera, but that don't, that don't mean somebody's standing right next to you. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that can happen so far. They can shank you up real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and this is game over. So yeah, they, their life was literally in danger. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I've done that. Yeah. There was a dude. Um, have you watched it? How many seasons have you watched? Well, I've been watching them sporadically. Okay. I think I've, I've maneuvered through three or four seasons. Okay. Diff- so what I did now is be- the one that's posted, because I'll go on cable and watch them, try to watch through them. But now I'm watching the one that's on Netflix. That's the one I started with the black dude, the police officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot his name, David or something like that. And then you got, that's where I'm at. So I started with that one, okay. even though on TV, it looked like that one was like season two or season three. Yeah. So yeah. I'm try- I'm just trying to catch up. Yeah. Right now. I can't remember yeah. which season it was. Was there was this one dude who was a total fucking cocky motherfucker. Like he just he knew he was gonna no problem. And I know that one. Do you but know, I can't remember the one the, the one yeah. that walked up to the camera and put the towel on. And White dude. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. Yep. That yep. dude was that dude. That dude has some mental health issues, and he <sighs> lucky he didn't get killed. I wonder how much they get paid for the show. Um, it's not, it's not that much. It's it not that be. much. I'm like, it's, how much? I looked it, it up. Cause yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and they, it, they basically get like, you know, the, the, the rate, whatever the actors guild rate for like extras or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not damn. that much money. It's not that much money. Like, nah, they gonna have to give me. That's money. like the damn naked and afraid show. People go on that and they don't get money for that. They just get like the base, you know, rate. What? Yeah. You've seen that show, haven't you? Naked and Afraid? Yeah, I've seen it. That <laughs> show was crazy and dumb. Like, I used to watch it. Like, why y'all want to do this to y'all? So yeah. Like, and my mean? thing is this. Why didn't you make shoes? Make fucking shoes. Make fucking shoes. <laughs> oh, wait. I say that every episode. Make shoes. Listen, you got big but, banana leaves. You got vines. Boom. Make shoes. Somebody on two shows, two episodes actually made shoes. Right? And the girl. They, yeah, the girl made, yep. made some shoes. Yeah. But sense. that's the only time I saw it. Every episode, what do you make? Fucking shoes, make fucking but shoes. But she, <laughs> she eventually uh, walked. You know, like it was funny because they eventually broke apart after some time. Yeah, and she was pretty disappointed about that. But you know, here's what. Oh I God, I reality shows. Love them, love them. This love was them. reality show corner. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this was the segment of the show, Sylvia. I'm bring we bring something new to the show. This was um, what are you watching um, lately, Corner? <laughs> yep, we got to figure out some another name for that. Yeah, what are you watching on? The, I don't know. What are you cool. binging now? Yeah. So what are you bringing to the binge? What are you bringing? To, <laughs> yeah. What are you bringing to the binge? Actually, that that might be a spinoff of this podcast. That's, yeah, we might we might have to do that. What are you bringing to the binge? Um, <laughs> And we, you know, we can't perpetuate our unhealthy culture in America. Come on now. We do it, Gotta though. Just, we do we it. Do it. We you do it. You know what? Do we it. do it because well, check this out. Andy put on a movie last night. I don't even remember what it was called. It was on Netflix, but it was a Russian film. But they had every like American stereotype of the type of movie it was. It was like a buddy cop movie. I bet they didn't. They they had like all the stupid tropes and the 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 character actors and it was did they have did they have a black dude with a do-rag on in there i didn't get <laughs> i don't know if i got far enough through <laughs> i like oh, okay. i checked out at the beginning like 
Because it's at, at in the beginning, this isn't a spoiler because I have no idea what happens in this film. There's a like a, a house party, like a guy at, you know, dude's home. Parents are gone for the weekend. He's having a house party. So they were going through like all the guests at the party, you know, and they fit every American stereotype teen party house party yeah. fucking thing. Like back in the 90s, late 80s. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like American yeah. Pie. Like American, yeah, American Pie, pie. level. Yeah. And I don't even think I got through the whole scene wherever they were going through and like naming, you know, like the scene. It was it was terrible, but it was a Russian movie, like subtitles, everything. I was like, damn, that the subtitles. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's rough. Yeah, I don't do subtitles very much. (laughs) Well, I have to do captions at home all the time. Remember, my husband's hearing impaired. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Trust me. Once you you get used to it. You can't watch anything yeah, without him. I'm about, I'm about I can't watch shit without him now. I can't. I have Damn, to watch shit with captions. That would annoy the hell out of me, man. It, it would at first, trust me. But that once you get used to it, it's like, it's butter. Man. Because then you see everything. You know what everything they're saying. Like, you don't miss anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever have to stop and like, oh, hold on. What'd they say? Nope, not with captions. <laughs> Boom, it's right there. That's crazy. So one more of what I got to say. I got to mention. Okay, one more. If I mentioned on the last show, then we we move on to the next segment. But what am I bringing to the binge? Have I don't know if I mentioned this on y'all last show. Have y'all seen the movie Soul yet? No. The Disney movie Soul. No, it's on the because it's on the Disney Channel. That's on the Disney Network, which we have, but I haven't watched it yet. What did you think? Did you watch it? I loved it. I'm I'm gonna watch it again. Really. Really? I've heard it. like I'm mixed a, reviews about it. So. I, you know, I love it because I put it like this. It's not for, for me, you know, my eight-year-old nephew was there. He was totally like tuned out and he loves movies, hmm. but he was just not focused on it. Right. Yeah. But at the adults, we were just so into that movie. Like, really? I, I was just into it. I, I'm going to watch it again because there's things I want to take notes about, but there's some real good, interesting, deep messages in that movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, th- now they did, I think this was the first time Pixar or who was it? Disney, same company, I believe. Yeah. They actually, this was like the, the first African-American, like totally African-American centric kind of movie, yeah. right? That they yeah. did. And so besides the deep meanings of the movie, I do like that they did, incorporate a lot of the um black culture or black um staples mm-hmm. in communities right okay. so you had the juke joints you had the jazz spots you had the barbershop right like it was like you know it was so it was a, every it was it was the culture the whole like yeah. representation of the culture yeah i mean they, yeah. they didn't have to touch on it a lot but it was it, it was there the, yeah. oh the and there were scenes where he had his mom and like you know just like the random black ladies that hang with your mom yeah and, you know yeah <laughs> mom's friend. They had all that in there but the meaning of the the meaning of the the movie like i'm talking about because you know me being a spiritually religious person mm-hmm. that movie i tried to have a talk with some brothers uh, about that movie as some things that we that is taught to us in Islam and what mm-hmm. we actually believe and he shut me down he was really like, oh man he didn't want to talk about it I was like bro he was like yeah you know watching the movie is one thing bro but you talk about my religion I'm like guy I'm not telling you this is as I'm yeah. not changing my faith or anything and right. it's not I'm showing you there's some similarity parallels about what we actually believe sure in that movie it's so astounding 
and because it's a Disney or cartoon, right, right. I ain't, I ain't even gonna get into that. It's a fundamentalist person, but I, I'm I yeah. get a backbite. Yeah, but it is what it is. But watch the movie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I like I said. I heard like varied, you know, opinions on it. Um, there was one article I can't even remember what it was yet that was kind of down in it for some um. The stuff some, about the racist thing about something, was it had, something about like once again dehumanizing the black man by because <sighs> the majority of the film he I, I guess he doesn't it isn't actually his like his embodiment but and then um, something else right like I don't know yeah I, I read film. the article yeah. right like, before I watched the movie it, it had something to do with that and I was just like when me and my wife watched it was like I don't I don't see that yeah. Right, I'm like, I don't see that. Like, what the what the what the hell y'all talking about? So I see how people can go too far with right. this, but the movie was very meaningful. And the, the little, I guess, the little spirit woman, the little white woman, whoever played the other spirit or whatever, they were trying to say that a white. I don't even know. Man. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It was too much. I think you personally. Yeah. I think you would like. You would love the movie and the meaning in the movie. I think yeah. you're gonna be like. Okay, we gotta do a whole show on it. Okay, yeah, I'll watch it. I, I mean, I think that there's, I don't know. I think it. What? Where do we? You know, sometimes I think like, where do we draw the line? Like, how much we read into every little thing? You know, Tell like me. how, like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Where can we find the commonality? Like what you're saying when you're talking to your friend. Like, let's. You were trying to find the commonality of the two right. things, right? Because to me, that like builds relationship. Because if I can find the commonality in it. And you, and then me, then we can have a relationship, yeah. and then maybe we'll treat each other more empathetically. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and so when I'll get, I'm not gonna get a movie away, but <laughs> everything you're talking about, go watch that. Okay, it's, it's, it's real cool. I will. Real I will. Cool All right. So what are we doing? What are we doing? We're doing stories. Um, I, I mean, my story was your podcast. So well, let's go. Do you want to start? start you want to start with First that? First of all, tell them, tell the people what my podcast is. The Soul Dope Podcast. S-O-U-L-D-O-P-E There you go. There you go. Um, Not podcast show because there's a pod, a soul dope podcast. There is. A soul dope show, but there this is. is a soul dope podcast. Podcast. Um, On Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you listen to yeah. podcasts. You got a pretty big following though. I mean, They're compared pretty, to us, I think we're like we're like pretty small. <laughs> I got, I got, I, I'm, a, I'm up to about. But you're pretty active too. You're pretty active on on social media. You, I mean, I think you are. Like, you talk about a lot. You you put a lot of, uh, you post a lot about it. Like, yeah. And I I, I, I was even more active on my Facebook doing yeah. lives. Yeah. But they was getting freebies, so I had to double back and do right, all right. The, do, do you have a soul things. soul dope? A page on Facebook, or you just do it from your no? It's your just page? actually my personal page that I use. Yeah, but I I should probably create one. But yeah, I'm up to like 41 states. Woo! Like 30, yeah, okay. like people listening. So you know, okay, it is what it is. It's, and and my my podcast is not monetized. I choose right. not to because yeah. I'm I don't I don't me personally I don't like all that. Yeah, you know, and I'm you know so what I did here's an idea. I'm I'm throwing it out yeah. there because. Is I thought about it and I was like, why keep it to myself? So this is what I've done over the past week. And then we can move on to what you want to talk about my show is because I'm not monetized. I did a reach out to people. I say, Hey, on my social media, I say, Hey, if you have a online business where you're selling product 
and you want your stuff plugged on my podcast, hit me up nice. for free. If I like what you're selling, like okay, if I like what course, you're doing, if course. I believe in it, yeah, of course, I will plug it on my podcast for free across the That's world good. where whoever's listening. And all I ask is that you, you know, recommend my podcast yeah. to people, talk about it, get people, you know, post something, right. do something. But, you know, I don't need the money. I'm just like, I'm not, I don't want to monetize it, but I'll put somebody else on, you know what I mean? There's yeah. people that sell products all the time and, and businesses and coaching and all kind of stuff. Yeah. So you're going to be hearing those things in, in my show. That's cool. Uh, That's at some cool. Point. What, what, yes. what, what product do I have that you could promote? I don't really have Yeah, anything. what you got? I mean, my, you could promote my art page, I suppose. You know, I, I make, don't know. No, I where's the art page and, at, I make though? hats and stuff. Actually, I make a lot of stuff, yeah. Why don't I know this? You don't know I make hats? Oh, yeah, mm. shoot. I, I didn't know Oh, wait, hold on. I got one show right here. Show me one. Show me, show me one of the hats. Oh, BLM, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, make make what hats. You, oh, I put whatever on them. I, I make... Uh, are you like... Disc golf, you know, disc golf. Are you like paint, painting them or something? Uh, I use uh, primarily. I use paint pins. These uh, Sharpie paint pins. Oh, okay. Um, hashtag Sharpie could uh, uh, sponsor us if you'd like. <laughs> um, oh yeah, there you uh, go. Or um, like uh, ink that's meant for like painting shoes or the fabric um, and stuff. Yeah, that's you know, yeah, th- yeah. that's washable. Okay. Um, yeah, that's primarily what I I use. Yeah, so okay. Hit me in my DM. Yeah, you know. Well, and then I draw, you know. So like, I I did that drawing, like you know, you um of your uh your title. I haven't got that to you. I need to get that to you. Yeah. 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 Um. Then you could put it on your social media. Z Polar. I will. Yeah. I will, and then I will sign your name underneath. Exactly. Anyway, that's cool though. That's cool. I'm glad you're doing that. We should do that. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to to help help the that's that reminds me of the concept of uh mutual aid have you heard about that yeah you know it's like if you got it and you can help this person you just help them there's no like criteria or you know i mean to some extent right like you're saying if you like the product and it's yeah you know i think there's a piece like you know yeah you got to do something for me but it ain't monetary you know just right use your social media exactly yeah yeah spread the word So yep. your podcast, your yeah. podcast episode, um, well, the episode when it dropped was named Diversity Training is for White People. That's when mm-hmm. I listened to it. My understanding right. is that, let's just start with the, the title has been updated. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> um, and it's been updated because of <laughs> something someone said to you, which is exactly what I was going to say to you about is diversity for training just for white people? Because what I was going to say was what was said was there's all forms of types of diversity training. And racial diversity training might just be for white people. But the other kinds of diversity like LGBTQ, um, right. ability, you know, able-bodiedness, that's a privilege. Um, you know, things like that. So we well, can so, we can all so, learn about intersectionality, right? We can learn about the intersectionality of identities. Yeah. And so but much, this so question much. of is it for white people really struck me. Like I was like it made me think. Like cuz I've had that thought before and then I dial back and like okay, and there's other forms of equity and inclusion, so how do you separate them out? You know, do you um, do you allow an opt out when you're covering the racial equity part of 
training, you know, do you do an opt out? And then I don't know, man, because there's also colorism within yeah, communities of color, right? And there's Absolutely. classism within communities Cla- of and, color, and, right? And so which is a form of, you know, why we got to talk about inclusion and you know, the whole the whole deal. So but I don't know, it did thing. make me think though. I'm just, you know, it's made me think. So but it don't, but that's the thing though, like racial diversity training don't even cover what's going on on the inside. Right. Yeah. You know, it never it never does. If you win the inside, you'd be like, hold up, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me light skin versus black skin, African versus black American? Right. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, but even that colorism is a product of white supremacy, right? That's of course. you know, that's that the process. So it is this piece of it reminded me of a question a friend asked. And the, the, the question the friend asked was, can a white person teach equity? That's a good question. Um, yes, a white person can teach equity. Can they teach racial equity? 60-40. Mm, 40-60. I don't know. I don't know, right? You know? Can, yeah. they, can, they, can they teach equity? Well, for opti- can they teach equity? The answer is yes. Short answer is yes, they right. can. Right, like physically, I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's able to, they right. can do it. Should they, they it. teach equity? Should they teach it? Now, here's interesting. And Should I'm, and I'm asking it? with full, full, full disclosure, I don't know. Like it's something in the Iraq in my brain a lot. So, so not saying so Should they teach or. it? For optic purposes, based on the current social climate, mm-hmm. probably not in their best interest, unless, mm-hmm. unless we have it depends on the approach, right? Yeah, because you have a uh, a a pro black uh, person, anti racist person in um, Jane Elliott, right? And her approach is very receptive. I mean, of course, when she's doing experiments and, and talking to right. people, white people are comfortable, right. but the way she presents it is different. You know what I mean? Like it's very engaging, yeah. right. it's charging forward is very, and it's very, it's challenging white people. Yeah. She's not just giving information. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, she like, she got up in front of the, in front of, in front of the room and said, all right, how many of y'all want to live the life that a black person lives in America today. Raise your hand. And they didn't. They didn't. Nobody answered. Right. She right. says, "I don't think y'all white folks understood what I just <laughs> said." And then she asked it again, and yeah. she was like, "See, y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all act like y'all don't know, but y'all right. know what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. you just choose not to engage, or you turn a blind eye to it." Right. So she, you know, if you're gonna teach it like that or approach it like that, it's amazing because. That's to me. That's the only way you could do it in the spirit of teaching yeah. equity about racism and stuff yeah. like that. What about um, could a white person or should a white person teach black indigenous people of color equity and diversity? Hmm. Um. <laughs> like, man, I would say um, no. Yeah. Well, about it. Or how to engage and um, foster it. I mean, both. You know, if you're talking about, I'm going to teach you about it. Actually, no. Let's just feel like, you know, you know, disclaimer, guys, we're not like. No, I have like, I don't know. either. Like, again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm rack. This is a, this is a question that's been kind of coming up in my brain. And then your pod, your episode of your podcast kind of sprung it to and. It, it, I don't think I'm at an answer right now. Like I don't like what, one of the things I know is that 
the majority of people that have been teaching equity that got that get attention for teaching it have been white. Right. Right. So you're Robin right, D'Angelo, right. who's made millions. Yeah. Right. Fragility, on white fragility. Yeah. You're uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Tim Wise. Yeah. Made millions on on teaching white, you know. Um, yeah. So there's been a definite commodification of it. And there's going to even be there's a now a more commodification of it due mm -hmm. to current situations. Right. Well, like, that's why I think. That's why I think, I mean, I think it's, it could be a, it could be a balance. I think, you know, now when you get, you get white people that stand out and they, they come out and they want to be um, leaders of their own discrepancies. Like they want to be the ones right. to tell us. Right. Right. I think in my opinion, sometimes that's like a barrier too. no, yeah. let us tell you yeah, from our perspective. Right. Right. Because a lot of times they, they, it's almost like it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? It's almost like it's engineered that way. It's like, well, let's get out. It's like a PR, you know, right. your public relation person. Like, let's get out in front of this. You know? Yeah. 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 But sometimes, sometimes it feels like that. Like yeah. you don't tell like when Eminem on eight mile, instead of, yeah. you know, he came out and started rapping about himself before. <laughs> right. Same, right. Same yeah. Thing, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes it could feel like that. Yeah. Not saying that what they're saying is not valid, but I think racism is a big market to capitalize on right yeah. monetarily and i just was telling somebody i know i was like hell I, I, it's time for it's time for us to capitalize off of this now you yeah. know what i mean like and i think that the the, the soil is primed for it because even though you got those whatever name d'angelo the white fragility lady mm -hmm. you know you got these people out here doing these books and these seminars and stuff you still um you know, even what was I going to say? I was going to say something very, very important, but I lost my train of thought here. Uh, oh, even though you got these people out here, you still have um, people of color that um, that have a voice, right? They have right. information, they have experiences, and they still have white people. Like we live in a city, in an area where white people are dying to listen to somebody right. of color story, right? right. They want it. Right. That's why I'm working on these books. You feel me? So <laughs> they, they, you know, they coming they soon. Line, they right. They gonna line up to yeah. listen to what you got to say. So That's I'm true. like, man, look, y'all need to just go ahead and capitalize off this market. Write y'all stories. Yeah. Let these white people put money in your Snatch pocket. Snatch them up. That's my rep. You know, that's my reparations. I'm like, okay, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, a, yeah. that's to me that's a form of y'all gonna buy these books. Yeah. Y'all gonna take, you know, pay me to speak or whatever you gotta right, do. Right, right. Yeah. Because you either gonna give me you're gonna give me reparations or you're gonna get revenge. One or two <laughs> you wanna have to do. So your day and they had to pick between one of the two, they're gonna pick reparations. Well, and and that what you said, um, was that on that podcast when you when you were talking about um uh if yep. you're glad that all we want is uh rep yeah, that lady with the the yeah, yeah yes that she said yes, she said yes what she said was, you better be glad that all we want is reparations and not revenge. No, she didn't use reparations. I started using reparations oh, okay. and I like it. Yeah. But she said, um, you better be lucky that we want equality right. and not revenge. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is so true. Which yeah. is so true. Like, I mean, yeah, when yeah, when I saw it, I'm like, Yeah. Uh, yeah, like we are fucking lucky. Like Jesus yeah. Christ, do you know how fucking lucky we are? You know, um, when ne when Negroes start going, like if something happened, a riot happens, uh, if something happens unjust, 
you know, black people go out, we might burn up some stuff, you know, tear up some stuff. It don't last very long. Yeah. Not not from our communities. This don't last long historically. But if we say, yo, we about to we about to really go at it, yeah. go in, it it'll be a problem. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? It'll be a problem for real. Yeah. So I don't know. I the only answer I came to when I was talking to my friend about it was that we did agree that white people could teach equity or diversity or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but what they lack is the, a lot of times, what they lack is the lived experience, the racial, mm. they definitely lack the racial lived experience, right? They might have other lived experiences because of other marginalized identities, whether it be LGBTQ, whether it be growing up in poverty, whether it be ability, um, but they lack the lived experience of the racial experience. And therefore, there's there's a miss, right? There's a miss in that. So I think it's kind of like, like a like ceiling, like a glass yeah. ceiling or something. It's like kind of like what you're saying is that we need and people want to hear the lived experience within the training as well, right? And right. I think that that in part helps make connection, right? Again, like if if I can see the person that's different to me as human, fully human. And I'm not, you know, on the psychopathic or sociopathic spectrum or the narcissistic spectrum. If I mm -hmm. see the person across from me as a whole human, I'm going to more than likely treat them with some sort of respect and dignity. Right. And right. what I think a white racial diversity trainer doesn't have is the lived experience of what it means to have literally had generations where you were not treated as a whole human being. You know, like right. they can't speak right. to that experience, you right. know. Um, so I don't know. That's the only that's the only answer we came up with when we were talking was that there is something about the lived experience that hits at home. You know, yeah. and and, and I think it's what you're saying is that people want these stories, right? People are people are hungry for the story to understand because we that's how we connect. Like that's yeah. how humans connect is through storytelling. That is true. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, simply put, the answer, short answer too is they can, but simply no as well because the optics, it just ain't right. You know, if yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest, if I walked into a training, <laughs> if I walked into a training at my current job and there's, you know, Karen and Ashley. <laughs> Kyle and you know, Karen at the front of the room. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, hold up. what what? Because that's how, you know, that's a classic example of whitewashing things of um, what do you call it? Um, you know, just being so clinical with stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. like people just can't be real. They just, they just want to say, well, you know, we got this formula, you know, and this is the formula strategy, for a strategy, the strategy. It's always yeah, a strategy. Yeah. Always oh, a strategy, always a strategy, always. Strate strategic plan and a task force. <laughs> Always a task. That's they call them a task force, a strategic plan, and a task force. We're gonna form a task force and create a yep. strategic plan. Oh my god, I I want to <laughs> say so much right now, but I just that is the it. white white supremacy <laughs> culture way of doing things. You you can only wow. do it one way, and we gotta form a committee and call it a task force and create a strategic Yo, plan, you know and then you'll crazy. spend the next four years working on that plan and nothing ever happening. Wow, you know, <laughs> it's almost like I worked in an agency that's done something like that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sitting here like my mouth is watering, and I'm gonna like I'm I feel you. Yeah, but what you just said though, 
it actually like I never really I've thought about something similar, but not what you just said. I think it's interesting, and I'm gonna have to use that in What's some that? In, in one of, in one of these committee meetings, <laughs> these meetings or something. In your spirit, I'm gonna have to say that. Please do I'm it. Not, Please I'm take not. it. Take it. Take my torch. Yeah. And and yeah. Um. Yeah, because Anyways. it's for me too. It's like there's this piece. Um. Have you have you heard of that book? Uh, my grandmother's hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like he really, talks about it. Like the way he talks about, and I agree, like, because there's a, there's a trauma piece on both sides that's historical and we have to work towards a healing process. And part of the problem with your agency or institution that wants to form a task force and do a strategic plan is they (laughs) want to divorce themselves from the emotion of trauma. And you can't do that. Mm. You cannot heal your trauma unless you get in touch with the emotion of your trauma. Mm. Do you think, too, they want to just rid themselves of any responsibility whatsoever? Oh, well, yeah, there's that, too, right? <laughs> Besides <laughs> the fact that we always want to cover our ass and not be responsible okay. for anything. Gotcha. I just want to make sure we was on the same page. And, and so to me, that's what I feel a lot of agency uh, equity work is um, checkbox. Yeah. We're going to check this box that we've done it so that we can't get sued. Because all I have to do is prove that I've trained somebody on this. If right. they go outside that bounds, they're outside of being under their training. Therefore, I can get rid of them. You this know? is so exhausting. It is. It's fucking like, ridiculous. It's, like, it's fucking ridiculous. Damn. It's, it's so exhausting, man. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I could tell you about that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. It was a good episode. Some... I'm telling you, it was a good episode. Uh, oh, but I, you know what? I think it okay, makes. Here, I think it will make people think. I think people should listen to it. Here's a here's a highlight that came from the show that somebody brought up to me What's that? about how I was talking about that that black people or people of color are just more adaptable or adjustable in society. Like mm-hmm. we are, we're like more like what do they call them things? Because Chameleons. you had to code switch your whole life. Right. Exactly. Like <laughs> hello. And, and this person was like, "Man, I never even thought about it." I'm like, "I'm telling you, we're really good at this." for generations right because because you had because you had to code switch for survival yep this is what it's meant for the for the for for the i mean i'm not telling you anything you don't know like look at me but for the people that don't know right it's because this is a survival mechanism that has been created so just as much as there's historical trauma there's historical resilience and that's a part of the resilience the problem is that kind of um what what that has an effect on just you know the the human being the being of the human right to have that much traumatization and mm-hmm. in, in throughout generations again like to me it, it just goes back to how do we heal this if we don't want to make connection with one another right there's no healing because like, they people have to capitalize off of it right and i th- and i think that going back to what we were saying in the beginning is that i think that that's what's happening now is there is a huge like it's in vogue now d- d- diversity equity and inclusion is in vogue it's the buzz and like you said if you want to get out there and make some money off of it go right ahead because like I'm you said reparations it. All about it, reparations. All about get, it. get yours. <laughs> all about it. Oh, so this is a segue since we okay. own each other's podcast. Okay, right? you got a story. A story. I don't really remember all the details, but I know 
you know, once once you start saying shots fired, pew, 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 <laughs> pew, pew. I was like, and then my name was mentioned. I'm like, oh, Lord, what are they about to talk about? What the hell are they about to talk about now? And then yeah, I was talking about Bill Gates, and I, I didn't see that. I, I got to look that story up. I haven't looked it up yet about Bill Gates kind of like, you know, blowing off, uh, kind of like. Yeah, talking about like, why are you guys talking about me? Yeah. I ain't like, got time to do all that. <laughs> I found that was strange, but I mean, strange in a way, like, wow, he really came out and tried to def- deflect and defend himself about, like, I mean, why would you have to, you're a billion, you're a multi-billionaire, like. That's a good question. Care? Why would, why would someone want, right? you know, what would be the need behind that? Because we all, all other people have come up with all kinds of stuff about people all over that, but why, instead, why would he come up? Why do he have to defend himself? He's a multi-billionaire. You I don't know. know. Why he's, do you think? Um, I, I believe, honestly, I think it was a mistake that he actually did that. And the way he did it was why would, you know, he was kind of like, why, I guess from what I hear from y'all story is why would someone say those things about me and Fauci? Right. Yeah. Like he was making it more personable. Yeah. And what he didn't do was from what I hear from your guys' show is that he doesn't sound like he person like he was like attacking the actual person behind the idea. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he like, cause you know, the, the best way to make a conspiracy theorist seem crazy is to just attack those right. kind of people. Right. Instead of he asked like, the question, I was like, why, why, why would yeah, this? Yeah. He made it more personal. That's pretty to him, smart. That'd be pretty smart though, actually. Cause you don't want to feed the, you don't want to feed the beast of the conspiracy. Right. I mean, he's not, yeah. he's not sterilizing the world because he's dumb. You know what I mean? The opinions expressed um, by. <laughs> but let's say this, Tori, when you listen, I mean, not Tori, uh, Sylvia, when you listen to this show, let's just say that uh, out of all the people in the world, Bill Gates and, uh, and Dr. Fauci are the two that are never in the room with all the other devils. They are by themselves. <laughs> They're good people. They don't conspire against human beings in other countries. They just... They're the good guys, okay? They're the good guys. They're the good guys. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Shut fire. Pew, pew, pew. Shut fire. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to address that. Um, you know, I was texting you after I listened to the I know. Show. It was pretty funny. I was, um, yeah, I was, I knew that eventually we'd hear from you. So. Um, yep. I'll get around to uh, it. Do, do you have a story story? Yeah. So let's start off with um, the first story is uh, Sheriff's Deputy in my home state. Oh, that was, oh, shit. That, yeah, yeah Louisiana, right? Huh? Louisiana, right? Yeah, Louisiana yeah. Sheriff's Deputy. Um, This was in Lafayette Parish. For those of you who don't know, Louisiana is the only state in the country that don't have counties. We call them parishes. That's some French shit know. right there. Good to know. That's but, some colonizer <clears throat> um, shit right there. Yeah, so we don't have counties. We have par- we call them parishes. Okay. Uh, so uh, Clyde Kerr III, um, he took his own life on, what was it, Monday? Or last Monday. No, it was this Monday. Yeah, I thought it was this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was this week. So he took his own life. um, And he did it outside of his workplace, according to the reports. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. But he left a series of videos on social media, and I haven't seen any of them. I I don't even know if I want to watch them. But I mean, you think uh, they're still up? Oh, yeah. There's got to be somebody. Yeah, somewhere. You probably find it. 
but yeah, you could probably probably find not it, like but, quick quick, but you could probably find it. Yeah, right. Because because the videos on social media, he he talked directly to the camera about several topics to include police brutality against blacks, the mental health needs of officers, um, and other issues uh, like existing division in American society. Wow. Um, he talked about, you know, children being affected by exposure to violence and traumatizing influence. What we just, when we talking about this off the air, well, we're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, but they have a quote here in the story where it says, uh, he said in one of the videos, you have no idea how hard it is to put a uniform on in this day and age with everything that's going on. Right. Um, okay. This guy sounds like, um, he says, my entire life has been in the service of other people. And he said, y'all entrust me to safeguard your little ones, your small ones, the thing most important, precious to you. And I did that well. I passed security clearance in the military, but that has allowed me to see the inner workings of things. So he was, wow. you know, what's crazy about this is like, one, we, we got some things going on where we do have a breakdown of mental health, right? Sure. Due to yes. The trauma. Absolutely. We have that. Absolutely. We have to talk about that. And he talks about how it's important for you know, that officers need to be having mental health help. Yeah, right? right. He talks about that in some of the videos, according to reports, but you have these two things. You got this, you got this clear frustration Then you got because of the trauma and frustration he has in the job, you got this mental health breakdown. And then you get the world society. Some people look back at this and they're like, oh, he's one of the crazy ones. You know, he, this, right. none of this is correct. You know, you get those, Thin blue line, blue lives yeah. matter, chumps. You know what I mean? They be yeah. like, no, there's no way this happens. So now they are going to find something that's wrong with this man. Of course. Right? They're of course. Find some, Just like they did, get, did, 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 did the, well, I mean, he did kill a bunch of people before they blew blew him up in the cabin in California. Oh, yeah. I can't you remember know? the name. Um, um, yeah. I mean. But they killed him, but this guy killed himself. Yeah. And they still gonna find oh, something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right? They'll they'll find they'll find something. some something that they'll blame on, you know, him not seeking help when he could have or whatever. Yep. You know. Yep. They're gonna say, Oh, he had in school suspension when he was in the right? third grade. <laughs> exactly. Just, just silly stuff, man. You he know, took, but... he took a piece of candy out of the candy drawer. Yeah. Um, the class something's... candy drawer. Yeah. yeah, something silly. But this is, you know, this is heartbreaking because there are a lot of people that get to this point, you know, they may not, may not act it out there, but the frustration is definitely there. Yeah. And I think we talked about on y'all show one time too, about what the public, what both sides need, you know, of course, when it comes to policing, don't, you know, it, I guess this is the only time I'm going to use this in this, in this, um, in this reference, because I usually talk the opposite of it. Okay. And we use the words toxic masculinity, right? <laughs> oh, God, that almost made me throw up. Damn. Come on over to our side. You know you want to yeah. say it. Come on. I'm only gonna, yeah, I'm, Come on. I'm only going to use it in this instant right here. And, and, you know, like in policing, in those kind of structures, militaristic kind of, you know, It's a very misogynistic, yeah. toxic masculine culture. It is. Like, it. it is. I mean... It just, it is. It is absolutely so, that. So before Hyper you go, masculine. Before, before you start manscaping, <laughs> going down that, before you start chopping men's head off, <laughs> I got to tell you why I said it, because I don't never say it. You know what I mean? I'm saying it. I'm usually talking against it. But in those cultures, 
people are the 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 pace of it, the experiences, whatever they dealing with is made to just keep going, right? Like it never right. stops. Exactly. So, you know, if if an officer goes out and even if it's something that's like super small, like oh, you know, I had to use force and I had a fight with a guy, right? Mm -hmm. The next day you're back out and you might right. get in a fight with a guy. Yep. So any, all your actions, all your behavior is going to be geared towards, damn, I don't want to do that again. Let's see what the next step is. You're always on high alert, right? right? So anybody know that anybody that's hyper, no matter what you're doing, where you're at, you ain't got to be a police officer. When you're on high, high alert, mm -hmm. you will get anxiety mm -hmm. at some point. And your body, the, the 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 inner workings of your body is going to start to deteriorate, right? Right. You know, everything is going to, your nervous system is going to start affecting that. Right. So the reason why I say that is because we were talking about this on one of your other shows is the public also got to see that if I, if somebody shoot at me doing a traffic stop, right? And you, and, and these people, they're just running their toxic masculinity is just busting through the tape to go back to work, right? Mm -hmm. Because they don't want to, the stigma behind mental right. health in any, anywhere, especially when it comes to a more. Yeah. No, the, the, the attitude is if you can't handle it, then get your fucking pussy ass out of this job. Right. Right. Like that's the culture. That's the toxic masculinity right. culture. Yes, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And it's not, and that's not good. And I think that's where, that's where we are. So this goes into what LeBron James said months ago and they ate him up for it. Now I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, mm -hmm. but when he said this, of course, people that are on the opposite side of the argument, they ate him up. He said to the effect, he was like, yeah, you know, people are scared. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know who you're going to get that day. Somebody might be mad with their wife or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and right when the conservative uh, media ate him up for that, but it's an actual truth. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. It's a fact. Like you, you really don't know what you like. Yeah. Anybody that ever went to work mad knows how those things. Yeah. Your personal life can linger. Yes. Into your profession, period. Yes. You can be mad with your wife, your kids, whatever. You know, your spouse could be cheating on you. Anything could be going right. on. And you are, you are, you are done. Yeah. You're done. You can't even focus, right? And then you're, you're, you're just reacting to things at that point. Mm -hmm. And he had a point about that. And the conservative media ate him up about that. They just ate him alive. And I'm like, you never know who you're going to get that day. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, this is very unfortunate. <clears throat> um, but it doesn't look like they're championing, not championing him, but not people are not really talking about it in the media. Like, Oh, see, that was my thing is when you were saying earlier, like they'll find something wrong, wrong with him. They'll either do that or they just won't talk about it and it'll disappear because right. it already kind of has. Because since it came out, you haven't heard any. And and so it'll get a little bit of traction around like suicide hotline like here's a number like talk what talk about your mm -hmm, you know when mm -hmm. you're it's okay to talk which it is it's absolutely okay to talk it's okay to talk to a therapist it's okay to talk to a person of you know a loved one about your feelings as a man it's okay to talk about your feelings it's okay to talk about your emotions it's okay mm -hmm. to cry like we have to normalize some some behaviors because this like hyper masculine like you're saying, just go, 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 go at your detriment will tear mm -hmm. your body down. Like you said, it'll tear, it'll, tear, it it'll tear your body down. It'll tear anybody's body down. But when you have a profession, which let's face it, is the majority male, right? And white male, like you, you, that stress will fucking kill you. 
and the stress at home and the stress that you have then you take at home but you don't ever deal with it so i mean right but i don't so, th- i think like you they'll they'll just kind of it'll just go away it'll just it, it's gonna it'll go be away. the story that'll be filtered out and you know and it sucks a, and it sucks yeah it sucks there's a book there's a book uh called breaking rank have you ever heard of that book i have heard of that book i've never read it but i've heard yeah, of it. yeah it's, it's a what's the guy can I, I can't remember i got the book right there on the shelf in the living room but it's called breaking rank and it's from an ex-seattle uh police chief mm-hmm and he talks about, I mean, he talks about the inner deepings of yeah. the police system, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he really, really talks about it. And the book actually starts out around domestic violence. Mm. Uh, one, I, th- I think it was the Seattle police chief, another police chief he knew. And the guy ended up killing his family and Oof. himself or his wife and himself. And this guy wrote in the book in the beginning, he's writing a letter to him about things. And he's paralleling like how all this stress, like, how the job, how our attitudes, how our behavior, everything is affecting everything, you yeah. know? Um, but he wasn't giving, he didn't have no sympathy for the guy. Wow. It's it's pretty interesting. Wow. You know, without, yeah. You know, no. yeah it's, it's pretty interesting. But in this particular story, though, the guy said in one of his videos, this this guy who killed himself, yeah. uh, his name was Kerr. Um, he was a military veteran and he was, um, he you know he had kids as well but in one of his videos he said um that he struggled explaining george floyd's death to his son mm. Mm. anybody that listens to my show know i've mm. been talking about george floyd because mm. oh God, you know what today i was listening to my booze podcast <laughs> oh god there right? you go there you go, go. And, and I, I gotta say this remind everybody I, who your boo is my boo is Candace Owens, <laughs> and I'm listening to I'm listening to her podcast today, and I can't remember who the hell she was on. You might know this lady, but let me tell you something. I was driving when I was listening to it, and um, let me see what her name is. Her name is um, hold on. You know her name is Kathy something, and she's from the UK. Apparently, she's some big like right wing leftist. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. God, I'm gonna get her name. But anyways, so this is ironic. I just mentioned George Floyd, right? And I just did a show because I'm gonna be bringing George Floyd up till the end of time, and not because of his character, right? Not not because I'm trying to make him some superhero, right? It's the method that he died. Yeah, right. He the wasn't treated he died, as a human being. Not even close. Yeah, you know. And and I keep bringing this up. So anyways. Speaking of why he can't explain his death to his son, I'm listening to the Candace Owen podcast today with this woman, and oh god, I'm getting pissed off thinking about it. <laughs> they are, they are mocking his death. No, listen to me. When George Floyd died, right, and Candace Owens came out with that 30 minute video, right? I mean, just tearing him down. Now. She's been doing it for a while, but she's on there mocking his death. When they, the lady that's on there happens to be a white woman, right? Right. From the UK. She's not even from here. And they were talking about saying that, you know, Black Lives Matter or whatever. It doesn't mean anything, yada, yada, yada. And it was like, well, what are the, liber- what are the liberals going to do? You know, they're going to take a knee. Um, and maybe we just need to do something that makes them, or, you know, we need to like prostrate ourselves lower on the floor to out. It was so like, wow. it was so disgusting. I'm trying to like, I'm thinking about all the information trying to put it together in my own words. Yeah. Right now. yeah. But basically they were like, 
you know, she was mocking a Black Lives Matter protest that she infiltrated in the UK. Oh. Yeah. And they, so crazy thing is she's pretty famous and I'm going to get her name and you're going to be like, I know her. But what ended up happening was um, she, uh, she infiltrated a Black Lives Matter protest in the UK, right? Mm -hmm. She had a disguise on and everything. And she said she was down there and they were kneeling down and it was like, say his name, say his name, George Floyd. So what she did was she ended up leaving the protest, right? Mm-hmm. Gets on a train, goes home. She she gets on her social media and starts to tell people that she's, you know, showing images that she's there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they started hunting. <laughs> they started hunting for her. Oh, shit. But she's at home, like, laughing, you know, because she's trolling or whatever. Yeah. And she thinks that's funny, which, I mean, it is kind of funny. <laughs> but when they talk about... The, when they degrade the death of this man, like they talk about George Floyd, there's like, oh yeah, he's just a black criminal. Like, why are we supporting black oh criminals? I'm like, oh God. my God. Like, I was just so pissed off because they're not talking about the real issue. They're oh not talking. They're not talking about Derek Chauvin's bitch ass. Right. Right. They're not nobody even mentioning him right now. Right. They're not talking about the simple <laughs> fact of what George Floyd allegedly did, allegedly did that day. It was a nonviolent crime. Completely nonviolent. Should have been just a call and report, and that's it, right? He was a black criminal, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That just, yeah, that just. And to me, me and that's so, like, when we talk about, like, how do we, like you said, healing's not possible. That's when I get into that state of mind of, like, yeah, it's not possible. Because you Mm -hmm. literally have people out there that fucking, like, Think that he deserved what happened to him. Right. Exactly. It's like, like they say I, I can't. That that's like a rational. That's a that's a rationalization. That's a level of radish radicalization that I, how do I, I can't rationalize with someone who thinks that. Right. And then how do I feel comfortable working next to a person like that? Right. That that's that's crazy to me. I'm like, y'all I mean, don't see. You not only, like not, what? Not only, like what? Like. He had his hands handcuffed behind his back. Yeah. No threats. Then there were two or three officers on his back and legs and the one guy on his neck. Right. No threat. What are you justifying? Right. Oh, you know what? He should have just listened to the police. Which leads me to a story that I wanted to talk about. What up? Is the nine-year-old girl that got pepper sprayed in the back, handcuffed into the back of the car. So for people that don't know, let me see. uh, Um bring up some quick details about it if you haven't haven't been paying attention um rochester new york yeah rochester new york um so the what the 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 officer that pepper sprayed have been suspended but you know we know what you know we know what happens there um (laughs) so Basically, what had happened is this nine-year-old girl was walking, and it's snowing. Like, it's cold snow, Rochester, New York. Like, fucking cold. Cold as fuck. So they get called out because this nine-year-old girl is basically, like, running away from home is what it sounded. Because I I watched some of the body body cam cam video. Um, And so they rolled out. They The one officer catches up with her. And it's trying to get her to stop, trying to get her to stop, you know, and come talk to me, come talk. To me. And at first, he, w- I thought he was doing okay, right? He wasn't getting aggro. He was like, 
you know, I want to help you. I want to help figure this out. Like, it's cold out here. Like, you know, let's get you somewhere we can talk, blah, blah, blah. But then it, you know, definitely just like everything escalated because her mom also shows up. And her mom is off the chain, too, though. She is mm. yelling at the daughter and you lying yep. bitch and calling the daughter mm. names. That hurt, like, to hear, right? Like, mm. clearly. And something had happened back at the house with the dad. The girl said that mom stabbed the dad. But um, the mom's saying, no, the blood on me was from my lip where he had hit me. You know, so because the daughter's screaming, she stabbed my dad, she stabbed my dad. And she's like, no, I didn't. It was chaotic, yelling back and forth, back and forth. They're trying to get the girl into the car. And at one point she falls down on the ground. They do, you know, they're kind of on top of her. And then eventually they get her handcuffed. They get her to the car, but she won't get in the backseat of the car. The whole time she's screaming all sorts of things. Get my dad. I want my dad. Get a female officer. Da, 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 da. They get her half set down in the car, and they she won't put her feet in. There's one officer from the other side trying to grab her. The female officer, that's when eventually the, someone says, just spray her, and say fucking pepper spray her. That was, that was the cop. That was the- yeah, the female officer. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so that was the female So that was the 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 abridged version of what happened. No, that was the male officer who said just sprayer. Right, but the female sprayed her. Yeah, the, no. Yeah. No, I thought the male came in and sprayed her. I look it looked like from the video that the, well, the she, female what, because the, the female, female said, got, yeah, she said I got her but, and um cuz the one on the other side took his out like he was going to reach around and do it but he didn't because it came from the the female yeah. on that side. either way either way wrong, fucking but... handcuffed sitting in the back of a seat yeah the door wasn't shut yet but it's... i don't give a fuck you don't pepper spray someone a nine-year-old child nine-year-old child is, listen this was the most heartbreaking thing like i i don't know if you heard the sh my show when i did it but i, I talked about i've not heard the episode I, yet Oh, yeah. So I tried to, when I press play on the video, the one that I saw from CNN, when I press play, the first thing, it was it was her, like close up of her, her face mm -hmm. blurred out, of course. But she was like, I want my dad. You know, she's yeah. crying. And I, I immediately cut it off because I was like, ah, I can't, I can't do right. it. Like, right. So it took me five attempts to go all the way through the video. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking, and, and, and I was like, man, like, this is traumatizing. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm the dad, I'm going nuts right now. Like, I'm I don't know how I'm how I'm gonna be processing this, right? Right. So, you know, my thing was I was like, man, look, I'm praying and hoping that this man keeps his mental health stable because I don't want him to do something that's gonna take him away from that little girl. Yeah. Right. Right. Whoever he is, I don't know who he is. Yeah. But she's screaming for him because she wants to be with her dad. Yeah. That was the most that was the most heartbreaking thing for me. So I went on his rant on my show. <laughs> That's when I went on the rant on my show about, you know, protecting, you know, um, you know, I was I was I was defending black men and black fathers. Mm -hmm. And I used the example about um, you know, when George Floyd died, uh you know, the world came out and was in support of black men. Right. Astronomically. And I'm like, in our world, we have a thing where, you know, society 
of a dominant culture or other people from otherwise black, they come out, they support black men when they are at their weakest point mm-hmm. or they're victims. Right. Mm-hmm. But the moment we come out in, let's say unity, or we come out strongly and mm-hmm. say, Hey, we're the leaders of our community, mm-hmm. of our women and our children. Then get, guess what the magic word, guess what one of the magic words we get hit with. Come on, say it. <laughs> come on. Tell me, tell me. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> right? So we get hit with all that toxic masculinity stuff. And I think it's unfair to us. And I think um, that's something that we got to talk about. I mean, I've been talking to some guys about it. But I'm saying that to say this, that that little girl needs her dad. I went on this rant about protecting mm-hmm. me. And then we get into the next story, which would be a perfect segue. But this little girl, think about now at nine years old. Do you think she's ever going to trust the police ever there's a chance but oh no like her trauma i mean her trauma is like well clearly there was already there's already trauma at nine years old the way she was yelling at her mom or the way her mom was yelling at her the 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 alleged stabbing of the dad like there there's already like all i could hear in the the voices of that was generational trauma both the the daughter the mom like what trauma they have been going through to to behave and conduct not behave that sounds like but to to that that's their survival skill right 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 like what we're seeing is survival skill based on trauma that they've gone through right from the mom screaming at the daughter to the daughter screaming about like so yeah let alone trust fucking police now right like yeah. Her her trust in author- in any kind of like authority figure based on the interaction I was seeing probably is already in question, right? Like there yep. there's not a trust of caregiving in that yep. in what I saw there, right? And there's then that's based on trauma, right? So And I I hope that I hope I mean I'm hoping her dad is a somewhat pro social person, right? I'm I hoping. mean, that's the thing. That's the that's the question here, right? Is we yeah, don't know. But I do believe I do agree with you in the sense of society has made this narrative of particularly the black father figure of not of being absent, not being, but it's actually not rooted in truth, right? Right. So, but it's a good narrative to keep people divided and to create a certain dominancy and. Um, and I think that, I think men, I I guess probably where I differ is that, um, the way in which you say it, whether you mean it this way or not, um, it sounds very possessive over women. And that's where I feel like there's, yeah, you know, um, but, and, and, you know, may not mean it like that. I don't know if that's how you mean it. Right. Like I, 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 I hear like. I think it's important to take responsibility for the human beings with of which you are sharing your that's, lives that's with, what, your community. That's what we're, right? that's what we're saying. That's like, what we're saying. I think that but, that's I think that that's a good thing when anybody wants to take community responsibility. Yeah, but and that's you the know? thing though, the stigma behind that, and I won't go too far because I want to segue into the next. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call that story? Article. But that's what I'm saying. Like people think when black men talk like that, that they're being possessive. Like, no, we're just in a way we're being possessive as in like, yeah, this is, we have a, we want, we want this responsibility. We, we feel obligated to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We feel obligated. Like this is what we should be doing. And then when we ain't doing that, and then 
it just feeds into the narrative of, oh, that Negro ain't no good, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's not so much, oh, you know what, ladies, I own you. That's not what it is. It's like, no, you are that worthy of being, for me, putting my life on the line for mm-hmm. you and my kids and my community. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. So I think um, that's what I mean by like how society, we got all these terms and all this stuff and people <laughs> evaluate it. And I'm just like, come on, man, we, we willing to die out here. And y'all try to talk about some toxic masculinity. Like, uh-uh, we ain't doing all that. Like, we got to protect these women. And they can protect themselves, but we have a responsibility to them. They have a right over us. Actually. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to protect each other, for me. Absolutely. Like, that, we they, just need to protect, protect each other as a community, you know? And women protect men in, in ways as well. Right. There's there's you know? a mutuality, I think, in protection. Yeah. And... um. And I think that's I think that's okay, right? That's all right. I think that's, that's okay. That's, that's Protect totally each okay. other, mutual aid to each other. You know, if I can help you and and like there's you know, if I can help you and I feel like it's something I can do, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So We don't have to from, about... be from the same background. We don't have to have the same belief system like No, no, no. You know? Nah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I mean nah nah no for real though. I mean you help humans, you help humans. If I can if I can do if I can do something helpful for your human being. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. But don't get it twisted. Um when you you know, people for me, I feel like that too. But people are gonna run into their own different experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So and trauma based on experience with a certain either group of people or kind of people, i.e. the police. Right. Right. Yeah. So there are people who they may have been wrong by yep. a white person. Yeah. Right. It may it only trauma. Takes one, exactly. Trauma. Right. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not doing this. So like even me, I've struggled with that at times. So it's like, you know, what? oh, I'm, I'm not perfing at it. Trust me. Yeah, I got yeah. I can get Judgy McJerson real quick. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm guy. I don't want to imply in any kind of sense that <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. even close to following you... the, uh, you know, Buddhist principles of which I got <laughs> help guide my life. Right. I'm not you... I'm not a Buddhist, but in, in terms of principles, like, you know, there's there's some principles. Were... No, God, no. Jeez, I thought please. you were I thought you were coming out here to do a good campaign for Mother Teresa. God, no. <laughs> I'm on the edge all the time. (laughs) All right. All right. Cool. So with this story, this story. But uh, but wait, I think it's important that we say that. Right. I think it's important to own when you know that you can be a judgy motherfucker. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that's what helps build the fucking insight to check yourself when you're doing it right if i if i pretend like i'm not at all like ooh, uh, no that's not me i'm woke whatever fuck that shit no No. it goes goes into your own bias too confirmation bias is too fucking strong for me not to be judgy sometimes yeah we we all do it it's no doubt everybody does it you know um so 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 yeah so what was so listen, the what was the segue into the next one? Wait, let me tell you. I got two points. <laughs> okay. On, let me do one more point on this story. The the chief of police said spoke out and said it wasn't okay. Right? He he was. Like, oh, okay. I didn't okay. hear that. I saw yeah, that they so were the suspended, of, but I didn't know. So listen, there was this a is statement. this is the crazy okay. part, and this is very common across the United States in, in in departments. But the police chief comes out and said, this is not okay. We're going to do everything that we can to make sure that this never happens again. Right. Mm-hmm. The union representative Uh-oh. gets his dumb ass Uh-oh. in the media 
And he said, he went through this long dissertation about what the officers were going through and what they were faced with and oh, yada, yada, yada. No. Right. Oh, and he no. said, they're stressed he out like, there. Yeah. He was like, it could have been worse. So one of the, one of the reporters called him out on it, say, Hey man, I hear you talking a lot about what you perceive the officers going through in that situation as far as trauma or, or, or you know, uh, fear. He was like, you haven't said nothing about what the little girl was feeling. Ooh. Right. Like, just like, shut it, you know, just yeah. kind of like do the whole thing. Up. Yeah. So I had to make that point because what you're seeing is a count, you know, when it comes to these police unions, law enforcement unions in general, this is what you're going to get mm-hmm. depending on who's in charge of those unions, right? Yeah. They're going to come out. No, that's gonna, truth. That's truth. They're going to draw their blue lines in the sand. Yep. And they are not going to cross them no matter what. Yep. A night like this. Okay. If this would have been an adult, you probably would have been like, you know, yeah, it's bad. But a nine-year-old girl. Nine-year-old girl. Nine years old. That don't make no sense. Nine years old. That don't make, like that, that's, that pisses me. Like if I'm the dad, I'm just like, boy, I'm, listen, I'm trying not to go ape shit. Yeah. Like that's gotta be hard. If yeah. you if you're around in her life and you you was to watch the video and I was just gonna say, I want my dad, I want my dad. So before I did the show, I was like hashtagging I want my dad, right? Yeah. And nobody understood what I was saying. It was like, What are you talking about? I was like, Go read the story. Wow. And I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So But you know, you know, again, with this story too, what's gonna happen is they're gonna find out what's what's wrong like what the mom did what you know they're gonna bring out mom the wow mom was yelling at her they're gonna find out whatever bad thing they can about the dad you know they're gonna discredit this whole family right you know yeah oh yeah yeah it's about to go all the way down yeah so mom was abusing substances and well you know blah 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 well that's what the that's what the union guy said to the reporter he was like no Listen, he didn't say the words, but he was like, well, 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 what you should be more concerned about is what the mom was saying to the girl. Like, that, like, he oh, yeah, that was, was kind of like his response. And I was like, oh, gosh. like the mom abusing the daughter means the daughter should get sprayed with pepper spray in the face. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. <sighs> It's always, it's, but, it's like, always. Like, what the fuck? Like, it just doesn't, like, yeah, no. Yeah, the mom shouldn't have been yelling at her daughter that way. That's terrible. That's trauma. We've said that. But it doesn't mean she gets fucking sprayed with pepper spray while handcuffed right. in the back of a police that, car. That was just totally, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was like three other cops on the side watching it. There was a whole fucking yeah, troop of the cops. There were like eight cars there. Yup. Yep. Oh, God. So even though we are defending this case and, and rightfully so this is the segue to so the then other you story. so then you check the news and you uh, get this story then i get the story where the black i'm just generalizing the story here black man I think it was somewhere in new york where he is he is abusing his two black sons basically they arrested him by the way they i think they okay. caught him this week a yeah. few days ago but what i saw it was for no reason like it was like totally unprovoked if they they had those kids had to be nine eight Ugh. you know maybe 10 years old the oldest one but they were young boys Damn. you know what i mean and the first one somebody's across the tracks mm-hmm. across to the other side of the yeah. subway you can't really hear them 
The only time you really hear him is when the second boy, he screams out in pain. Ugh. So the first time his dad turns around and kind of, the first son is, looks like the bigger, the oldest. He turns around and punches him in the chest or the throat or something. What? And the little boy, look, he was in so much pain. He's crying and he's rocking back and forth because he, he's trying to be as strong as he can uh. be. But he just got punched by a grown man. Yeah. In the chest, right. So then the dad turns his focus on the other boy. And then he starts to, um, starts to grab the little boy by the hair and starts to kind of like shake his head him out like shit like oh this is disgusting and he's like crying you know like he's like screaming him on the so anyways you know and i'm like man what kind of punk is this like why would you do that to kids and it, so this is happening on like a subway platform and there's other yeah. people around yeah and the, and oh. they end up leaving to the point where the guy doesn't get arrested till till, till later. Nobody nobody calls well, the fucking. I mean, well, here's the you thing. don't really where want. They were like, sitting at, in the camera view, I don't believe I see. I saw anybody walk by. Oh, okay, so they were kind of like in a like sitting yeah, back. It was, and, the, it was yeah. the, the camera was very focused on them, and yeah. the other person was on the other side of the train tracks. Okay, uh, but luckily, I'm glad the person got it on video. Yeah, you know. Fucking so, hell. but yeah, I went on this rant about. Black men, black fathers, and toxic masculinity, and f all and, that. And that's one. See, that's the thing. That's one person. So the narrative, right, 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 again, that they want you to believe is that black men act like that. That that's the majority of black men. But right? I know that ain't true. Yeah. So it it it's it's interesting how, and I don't know. Was this event before or after the nine year old got sprayed? After. Well, when I discovered it, I discovered it after. Right. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see, right? Like this gets put out like what, you know, I mean, because we know. See, I haven't turned on Fox. The The narrative yet. in the media is the media drives a certain narrative and. <sighs> sick of the media, man. I'm just sick Which of is the why you got to You got to watch that. You got to watch the fucking QAnon thing, man. Going back to I'm a, I'm a, binge corner. What are you binging? What are you bringing to the binge? What are you bringing to the binge? You got to watch, watch that QAnon that thing. You but gotta look, watch I'm gonna show it. you something that's gonna make you laugh. Okay, they, okay. The, the listeners, you can't see. <laughs> this is another story that you haven't mentioned it, so I'm, okay, I'm gonna all right. So maybe you have, but I got this picture screenshot. <laughs> it's screenshotted of my boo, right? And it's got a, <laughs> what does it say? So it's, oh, you gotta watch the interview today. Oh, the view today. Oh God. So did you? Was she on the, on the view? No. No. What happened? Wasn't. So was she out there working hard, just having a baby? Right. So listen, look at that. She, she work stop. hard for she her money. She can't stop. She's one of their bringing them the bacon fried up in the pan. But listen, <laughs> so what happened on the View? Van Jones was on the View. Oh, oh, okay. And they jumped on his ass, Tory and Sylvia style, because oh. he took a picture with Candace Owens, right? Oh, so they was like, why? <laughs> oh, gotta, shit. You got to go watch the clip. Oh, the shit. The part the look, they was like, why are you taking smiling pictures? Like they like they the, like they the main chick and she the side chick. Right. Like, why are you taking smiling pictures with Candace? <laughs> like, why are you so, taking pictures with that bitch? Right. Exactly. I see you. I see you posting that picture with her. Why are you even taking a picture with her? <laughs> exactly. So like this the jealous happened. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so they jumped. So they jumped on her. Right jumped on him and he's trying to explain to him to them like you mean it's him i can take do Wait, whatever i, I want can't i can't take a picture with someone i can't take a picture with them. i'm on cnn no. i can't take a picture with someone they that's my job it looked they hung up on him. oh no uh 
Uh-uh. Look, you can hear him like trying to listen. <laughs> all this, <laughs> no, they over. didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah, you got to go watch it. Oh, it's crazy. shit. You can hear all of them. In the, you know, I think it was, who is it? Whoopi? Is Whoopi on The View? Yet, yeah, right? Whoopi's on The View. I think she's in the, in, in on the side talking to him. And they just, <laughs> oh, man, they just ate. I, you know what? I'm not even going to comment too much on that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, Van Jones, power to you for going on that show with the women talk about some Candace Owens or whatever oh, however they bought that up I don't shit. know but it was funny and what they did if, if if he didn't bring it up if he didn't bring it up and they did what they just all they're doing is just put more fuel on her brand like they just making her you know the more you talk about someone the more relevant they are right exactly so yeah. she just got paid programming, paid free, free fucking pay. Free. Yeah, she oh, didn't have to pay for that. Platform. Yeah, she not didn't have to one. pay for that. Not one. So yeah, that's what happened on the on the. Oh, you know, man, my, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look up that for sure. And she and oh, by the way, this is her. This is her. Uh, oh, it was uh, it is, was a homegirl that was going off apparently, huh? Well, it sounds like they all all went off. Yeah, this is her story. This is what Candace Owens po- posted. So this is her meme. Okay, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her meme. And but did you watch you know, the view today. I mean, yeah. here's my thing. I, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the view thing. I will look it up. I will watch it. Um, but to think that those two people aren't running in similar circles, and I mean, at the end of the day, Van Jones is an entertainer of CNN. Right. I mean, he's a you know he's one of their anchors. He's one of their go to guys. Uh, and at the end of the day, CNN is an entertainment network, just like every other paid multi billion dollar news conglomerate. So, um, they all in the bed together. He's gonna, he needs her as much as she needs him. Right. But you know what though, you it's kind of sad because this cancel culture stuff is out of control. <laughs> Did you hear about the Newsmax cancel culture thing? No, nah, what happened? With the my pillow guy? <laughs> you know, I heard, I saw some things coming out about it. I just didn't follow it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Newsmax isn't a, isn't an outlet that I follow right. by any means. Um, and so you know, because they're they're one of the right leaning, you know, OAN type networks. And uh, so they had the they had the my pillow guy on to um talk about cancel culture because you know he's been banned off Twitter and you know and all the social media platforms and a lot of companies aren't aren't selling his pillow and all this stuff right so they bring him on to talk about canceled culture well then <laughs> he's on there and he like the dude doesn't sh- shut up and all he's talking about is the voting machines and the voter fraud and he just he just keeps talking and talking and talking and the the news anchor, the male news anchor reads this statement saying, you know, that there's no evidence of voter fraud. So it was like some canned statement that the network, like, you know, he got that on. He's trying to get the dude to stop talking. He won't stop talking. So then the male producers like, you know, or uh, anchors asking the producers to cut off his mic. They're not cutting off his mic. <laughs> dude gets up and walks off the set. <laughs> what? And leaves the dude talking with the, with the, with the female, uh, you talking about the 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 actual anchor? Yeah, the reporter? news anchor got up and walked off. <laughs> wow, this is man, yeah. I, man. So well, the whole thing was like he here were they were doing a show about the dude being canceled and cancel culture, and basically the anchor ca- canceled him by walking off the fucking, uh, you know. That's crazy, man. Story. That's so, crazy. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, cancel culture. What do you think? I'm not. I'm not. I, honestly, I'm just not a fan of it. 
mm-hmm. to it. You know, like there's some things like, cause there's some things that are pretty ridiculous. Like a lot of the majority of stuff that's happening is pretty ridiculous, but you know, it is what it is. Right. And I think, and, and for me, I'm just not, a t- I'm not a fan. I'm like, what? You're going to cancel it. You're going to do what? You're going to cancel the person because of what? And I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. And it, it there were so many examples over the summer. I don't can't even think about it, but I don't think that if a person has now, let's now we ain't talking about the crazy QAnon, the crazy uh, radical right wing. Like, oh, right? Let, let's let's say, like Mar- Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green. Do you think oh, she no. should be canceled? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> not, not not her not not her she's 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 way no. so, so there's a level of which you're like yeah cancel them yeah so like yeah but like for example if someone comes out and says for example if someone comes out and says um here's a really good controversial example really good one mm-hmm. and we won't have to get into details but if someone comes out let's say this person identifies as Republican and conservative, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and they come out and it says, Hey, I don't believe in abortion. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's a culture that will go out of their way to try to cancel that person and ruin that person's life because that's what they say. They don't, they don't believe it. Now they're not going out bombing abortion clinics. They're not going out mm-hmm. protesting in front of abortion clinics. Mm-hmm. They just saying, Hey, this is not, I don't, I don't believe this is right. It's not what I'm with. And then there's people that say, what? Oh, you must be blah, 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 blah. And then they just go on and go on. And I'm just like, that's not fair. Like to yeah. me, it's just not fair. It's like, come on, man. Like people where we at right now with this, it's too polarizing. Like people can't even say what they, their values are. Right. Like, and then, and the the thing that makes it bad is that if you disagree, you got to get canceled and yeah. you must be racist. And that's not, yeah. or you must be an uncle Tom. Cause if you got this, the, which actually Uncle Tom, I don't know if anybody knows this, but to call a person an Uncle Tom is actually a, a compliment. Because Uncle Uncle Tom was the good guy in the story. <laughs> he was not the bad guy. It was Sambo. Like, that's a whole different... We'll talk about it another <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying, that's a whole rabbit hole that uh, that's a we whole ain't got time thing. to go down Uncle, for. Uncle Tom's cabin, <laughs> go read the book. But when people call some a black person Uncle Tom because they don't agree with him, that's actually a compliment because if anybody knows the story of Uncle Tom, he wasn't the bad guy. He was the good you guy. You would say Sambo you would take it as a compliment. I would take it as a compliment. Okay. Thank you very much. But it really is it's more people just being ignorant and following patterns, mm-hmm. right? Conditioning. Like, just because everybody's been saying it for years, even though the contextual meaning of it, actually, if you looked at the story, it doesn't... You can't call a black person an Uncle Tom for <laughs> being an opposed... It doesn't make sense. So anyways, yeah, the cancel culture is... Um, you know, it's interesting. Like, I don't think we shouldn't have went... And I say we, but I don't think it shouldn't have went as far as it has over the past year. Like, what do you think even... about the uh, the banning, the like banning of, twi- of uh, Twitter accounts? Like, Trump got banned, Banyan got banned, wrong, uh, wrong. Like all all the people that have been banned from wrong. Twitter recently. I told totally the my pillow dude. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I disagree with it. You know why I disagree with it? Because guess what happened? And I'm a I'm gonna say it without saying it in the most graphic way. There are. Things that are on Twitter that I didn't even know existed until last week <laughs> when I was on Facebook and somebody, you know, they got this whole the bus it challenge going on, right? 
Uh, no, I have no idea. Okay, I'll tell you about it later. Well, it's this thing on like the Buster Challenge. Well, what happens is there's this little intro song that comes yeah. on, and these girls are like dressed in like some bum clothes, uh-huh. and then the screen changes, and then they're like twerking, and then okay. they look real good. So it's like another that. another one of those kind of TikTok challenge yeah, dance things. Okay, thing. yeah, yeah. Well, there there's so, so many of them; it's hard to keep up. So right, and most so, of my TikTok is cute animals. So. <laughs> well, that's safe. But this, I was on. It's Facebook. my happy place. That's where I go. It's, I know. I, I should probably cute, do it too. Cute animals. I don't fuck up my algorithm. I don't. I don't like anything that's not cute animal related. I'll watch it, that's but I smart. don't like it because I'm not fucking up my algorithm. That's smart. I should try that. <laughs> I can't. If I if I even go to a page that that. I don't even see no big booty on, but they follow somebody that follows somebody that's, that follows somebody that got a big you booty. You got to watch the hashtag in and you got to watch what you double right. tap on, man. You got to. The hashtag will get you every single every time. Every time. So, so anyway, cancel, cancel culture. Going back to cancel culture. So yeah, I don't think that they should have, they shouldn't have, I don't think Trump should have been banned from Twitter yeah. or anybody else should have been banned from Twitter. No, wait. Now there are some that like cray cray, like they're crazy crazy. But there's some people I'm like, why did they ban these people from Twitter? Right. This doesn't make any sense. So anyways, the story of the Twitter thing that happened was somebody was on Facebook that I know. They kind of made a little meme joke like, man, the challenge that I just saw. Oh, wow. And they posted it mm-hmm. in their feed. But it was a Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. It was right, a Twitter right. video. Right, yeah. So it was on from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And I, it was, a, it was a face of black dude. I opened it up. <laughs> why did I do that? I pressed play on the video. And it was, for lack of a better term, it was gay sex. Oh, porn. Oh, oh it was wow. porn. Oh, wow. Right? And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wow, this got through all the damn firewalls. Like, but they're allowing, like, I'm, I, I, gay people can do what they want to do. But what I'm saying is, graphically, well, optically, they got websites for that. Right? Well, there's and there's a thing about, can, I mean, I think there's a thing about consent. You didn't consent to clicking on gay porn, right? Like, I think they might say no, I had, but right, 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 that they would. But I think that's like the, the so that's the rabbit hole of it, right? Like, and why banning? I don't know, banning, not banning, because you ended up on a fucking video that you had no intent of watching, and I shouldn't have clicked it. <laughs> honestly, it come down. But my point. But is hey, send like, it to me because I might want to watch it. <laughs> Man, I was, and you know, because I don't have a problem watching that kind of stuff. I watched the whole little 120 (laughs) seconds of it, and I was just appalled. I was like, "Wow, 120 seconds!" Yeah, it was about that long. Because I was, I was like, "I cannot believe this," and I was like, "Okay, maybe this is a joke." And I'm like, "No, this is for real." You keep watching it to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, thinking Rick Astley's gonna um, pop up. You got Rick rolled, (laughs) and then you end up watching the whole thing. (laughs) Nah, it was, it was, it was all out. And I'm thinking to myself, like. How does this survive on Twitter? But I think though, I think it survives because there's people out there. Again, I keep keep bringing up this QAnon thing, is that they take over hashtags. So if you if if you really looked at the hashtags, they would not be something well like the save save the children hashtag. QAnon took that over to spread their information. So I think there's people out there that get a kick out of taking over a hashtag and doing shit like that. I guess like that, like like people do that for fun, and they t- actually well, they talk wasn't. about on the on the fucking documentary they talk about 
within you know that 4chan that was it used to be 4chan and now there's 8chan and now it's 8coon or something like that um but do they do it to take over like so, some of it is you... literally just like people that like to fucking troll right like just oh yeah you know let's see if no we troll. can take over th th this hashtag by getting it linked to gay porn or getting nah. it leaked to whatever you know what i'm saying say, let me make it real this was definitely not a troll based on the challenge so the challenge was the bus it challenge and this guy was more like it's like the bus a nut challenge like <laughs> <on this. laughs> and that's all i'm gonna say about that so if QAnon was if they that no, I'm not saying it's QAnon. I'm saying that 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 that's the there's a whole culture of people that are online that do shit like that that fuck yeah. with hashtags. Because like you're saying, <sighs> originally it didn't start out as that, but then someone decided, oh, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna yeah, fucking I link some porn and bust a nut challenge. I'm <laughs> I'm not even gonna. The guy who did it, never mind. I'm just gonna move. Anyway, on. cancel culture. I don't cancel know. Cancel culture. I think man. that it's, it's... I think it's a it's a fine line. I think that like I mean I think I agree with you in that it's a fine line, right? There are th there are way there are things because Sylvia's gonna get you. I know for she's gonna get she's, gonna, she's gonna, gonna get, get me. It. But but we've already established I'm way more liberal than she is. Like. And part to me, part oh, of that really? liberalness is like we gotta be careful what we censor because at any point in time that can be used back the other way. Thank you know what you. I'm saying? So, um, and, and, so we and, to, I just think we have to figure. I don't, and I don't have the answer. Like I'm not saying I have the fucking answer, but I think there's a fine line. There's a delicate balance. Just like you know, with Joe like, Biden signing this whole domestic terrorism stuff, right? people are like yeah you know this is cool yeah, like the, the, the maga exactly. man domestic terrorism right? but Think at any point this. anything can be considered a domestic terrorist and and who, exactly so who do you think is more likely to be targeted under of something course. like this? they already but, tried to they are they've already before this they've already tried to prosecute gangs as terrorists well not even gangs you know it's even more simpler than that and you then start, and then other organizations, you know, like like like, no, just regular protesting. Right. Be you can be right. A BLM like, protest could BLM potentially protest could, depending on who has the power. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you burn something you do something. Oh, this is domestic terror because both sides been fighting with that. Yeah. You know, for a while, you know, yeah. BLM, you know, Antifa. Right. They're, they're all, uh, you know, this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is ridiculous. So I do. I agree. I think there's a fine line. I don't know what the line is, but I think we have to talk about it. Right. We have to figure it out because shutting someone down, there's nothing that gives more fuel to radicalization than shutting them down. That's been right. proven, right? That's been proven, right? right. And so, um, and that, that's why the MAGA men are are they they don't think they're going. They regrouping, right? right. Exactly. You know, these, they're these still out there. Gonna... They're still on message boards and other things. Yep. And 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 then you know, again with this QAnon thing, the the other piece is this infiltration, if you will, of potentially it being a one of the biggest psyops in yeah. in our history. Which is highly possible because this fucking device that we hold in our hand, you don't think, everything. I mean, it's, they it's, know, like, well, that brings it back to the other, what do you bring into the binge? The Spycraft uh, show. So you watch those two. Woo. Yeah. You're going to see the connection of 
surveillance and then fringe and like it's pretty it's bananas yeah that's why you don't need you know you don't need a microchip you don't need man this phone got everything in it even when you turn it off it's still listening to you yeah well we talked about i don't know i talked about you or maybe i talked about there i didn't talk about you but i talked about with sylvia i don't think we talked about on the episode but uh, a lot of y'all got a little card from the federal government with six hundred dollars on it that has a chip on it i ain't got no card well it's the stimulus some people did get a card. I Some didn't. people got a card. You got direct deposit. If you got a card, go draw, I think, take all of that out in cash. Because every time you use that card, they're going to track how you spent that money. Absolutely. Right? And so you go and spend it on something they would consider frivolous. Don't you think in the future they're going to be like, well, it wasn't used on bills and it wasn't used on blah, blah, blah. Like they're possible that of course, the, of, possible, of course, possible. of course, they're going to track how that money's spent. Very possible. Yeah. So Man, my g- advice as a moderate conspiracy theorist <laughs> is go get that money in cash. Then they can't tell what you spent it on. That's true. If you can get six hundred out at one time, you can't because I done did it. I done did it, brother. I ain't never. My limit is not six hundred dollars. No, it comes on a card. Comes on a card. Yeah, I know, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get it out the ATM machine. The card they send you an actual debit card, right? That's loaded with six hundred dollars. Yeah, done it already. Done, done. But I'm saying my limit of no, but it's not your. Oh, but yours was direct deposited. Well, I'm saying too, like my bank, like I got limits set up. So I'm like, you're saying you already did it. Y'all hear that? No, it, that, right? no, it ain't. It, it because it's not connected to your bank. You right. can take, that's, that's you can take it realized. all at once. Yeah, you can take it yeah, all yeah. at once. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, my yeah. bank has limits too. Of course they do. Fucking all every bank does. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got yeah. you. Um. So there's what what other stories you got? Because I got well, one more I'm that, I'm we're um, we gonna go all night or we're we gonna wrap it up here. It's been almost two we are hours. Wrap it up. <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up. It's, How long has it been? It's been almost two hours. Well, let's ra- let's wrap this up. With let's we, wrap we it don't up. Have to do the show. We don't. We don't. I don't. We want to end it on that note. That's a bad note. Why do we want to end it? What what note? What do you want to end where on? The, the, I don't want to talk. I want to talk about it, but I don't want to end on a bad note. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's not. Let's not. The couples with the you know a couple that died in the snow. The snow. The yeah. No. Weather. Let's not. Let's not end let's on that. Let's not end it on we'll a bad just, note. We'll just. We'll just. If you haven't seen it or heard about it or wrote a, read about it. You should yeah, because it's you should, disturbing. You should probably, probably do it's that. It's disturbing. Maybe so. we can save that for when we come on your show and we talk about guns. Yes. Because it is gun related yes. and it's gun owner related. It's gun owner related. I yeah. can't wait to have you all on the show for that. Yeah. Let me it's see if I be. got a funny uh, one that we could maybe do a little kind of rapid fire. Yeah. I won't, I won't but that's something. the problem is I don't, I mean, I haven't found any good funny ones in a while. So. Dang, it been two, two, two. Shit's been too serious. That's too all. uh, too serious, man. Yeah, that's right. It's way too serious. I don't got anything. So, yeah. well, this was our crossover episode. This is a this is a surprise episode. I'm gonna post tomorrow. People don't think we recorded this week. So, well, we we technically didn't. We we meaning Sylvia and I. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully Sylvia will be back next week. She's just dealing with some stuff, and our thoughts are and thoughts are with her right now. And uh, maybe we'll get back on the routine. Um, but I thought it would be fun to give give people a little crossover episode. Yeah, of the Soul Dope podcast. And sure what are you bringing to the table? 
um, kind of melding the formats. I well, think. I got, I already got the name of the title of the show when y'all come the, to my show. Okay. What do you want to surprise it's, us or tell me I'm, now? Tell the listeners no, now. I, maybe I should. Now I'm gonna tell you now. It's gonna be called Two Latinas and the Black Dude." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be two Latinas and the black dude. Yeah. And a black dude. I like two it. Two Latinas and a black dude. I like That's it. Be the title the That'll show. be great. That'll be perfect. Be so, ready for that. Well, y'all, thanks for listening. Um, thank you, Alex, for sitting in and making sure we had an episode this week. Um until next time, nos vemos. Au revoir. Is that right? Au revoir. Wow, French. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs>